creatives welcome to another episode of the unpublished podcast my name is amy i'm james and today we are taking some time to reflect on our journeys we are going to read old journal entries and just kind of reflect on on what this journey has been it's been quite random we haven't intentionally chosen any um journal entries that we've done but it might be a good time for us to look at what how journaling has served us how we've changed how we've evolved so it could be a cool a cool idea yeah awesome i'm really excited for it i don't um feel like i am going to be as interesting as you here oh that's so not true i was thinking the opposite really yeah um like i think your journaling practice is really interesting and okay do you want to tell um people what your practice is of journaling i'm much less hands-on than amy i just do um if you're watching the video you can see my little ipod nano here some of you might know this um is that what it is? No, not Nano. And yeah, it's iPod a mini. Or? Mini. It's like it looks like a really small iPhone. Yeah. And I bought this maybe three or four years ago from the Apple Store, and um, uh, it's cost about a third of the price of an iPhone, and I have Evernote on it, and I just have um, once again holding it up. It's probably not even going to show up in the video, but every night when I go to bed, um, I have this on airplane mode, so it's not going to distract me at all. I open it up, I write the date, and I just stream of consciousness for maybe five minutes. Amazing. And usually the structure is, you know, I'll read you my one from yesterday if you want. Yeah. Uh, CNS felt fried today. Wowzers. Even swinging the golf club felt hard. Uh, and then I just switch to, I'm excited about this new book I'm planning and this um, change to it being a Shoah story. I can still have hopeful elements, like maybe such and such and tends to end the madness and anyway this is just book ideas and then i go anyway i do say anyway (laughs) here's why it's okay to blow a bunch of cash on our holiday we don't have any dependents or big expenses in our day-to-day life we haven't traveled overseas for years so can spend the money we would have spent on all those trips um it's for work so it's going to improve our tax situation at the end of the year it's going to make the trip fun and awesome um and i'm grateful for this and then i have always have gratitude at the end i'm grateful for this awesome travel opportunity um, so that was because I was stressed going to bed about, like, travel. I knew we had to be invoiced you today for our travel where we booked the tree was like our flights there and back and all the internal flights we have in Europe. And I was just like, fuck. <laughs> like, it's I a lot, isn't it? About to see our bank account go very close to zero. And I was like, why is this not stressful? <laughs> I just talked through it. And did it feel, did it help? Yeah, it helped so much. Then I went, just went to sleep, slept like a baby. It's, for me, it's a big sleep aid. Like I have a, I'm a bad sleeper, you which are. many of you may know. And I have this routine that I've developed over the years, many, many years, where I've about 10 different things I do. And the last thing I do, sorry, second last thing I do is journal. And it just like dumps all the thoughts from my brain out. So I get the most anxious as soon as the lights are out and I'm in bed. That's the most anxious time for me. I'm very, really anxious during the day. But bam, as soon as I have to sleep, I'm like anxiety city. Yeah, really interesting. And did this practice evolve from doing Ryan Holiday's The Daily Stoic? I guess it was related, but no, it was from you. I think from watching you. Oh, I didn't try and make that happen. No, I just was like, hmm, that looks cool. Okay, great. But you did I mean, do the Daily Stoic. I did that first, yeah, yeah. I did that first. And that was really great. And I really liked that. And I still, even today, um, will often read the Daily Stoic before I do this journaling. And then um, as like a prompt. incorporate it, yeah, as a prompt, um, just for a paragraph or so while I journal. Amazing. Hmm. And okay. it's great. 
Beautiful. Um, for those of you who don't know my journaling practice, I journal every morning. Um, I do one page minimum and I can journal about whatever I want. I have no rules about it. Actually, I have one rule. I don't write to-do lists. Um, and I've been doing it for like 1500 days or something like that straight. And it has been, you know, pivotal for me. You'll yeah. know, you'll know this, but it's been like, not just it's a, pivotal is almost underselling it. It's like there's Amy before she journaled and Amy after she journaled. Yeah, it's there a is. very, very, I mean, you are still your core Amy, but just your mental health is, is like night and day. It is. And I feel much more realized and like I'm a more realized version of myself and I feel like I know myself in such an intricate way I know how to alchemize my pain and my depression and my anxiety into uh, really fucking magical shit and I feel like all the beautiful things that we've created um, over the last few years is in debt to this practice Mm. which allowed me space to heal and allowed me space to like evolve in crazy wild and magical ways yeah and that's the thing it's like not just been good for your mental health i think and for me too it's been good for my mental health but also for goal setting and stuff and realigning like i often do a little reflection on the day or or where i want my week to go and Mm -hmm. that's sort of where like i'm not a big um person for setting a lot of really concrete really concrete goals but the journal gives me a chance to just reimagine who I want to be for the next week Mm. and what sort of things I want to be doing Mm. yeah it's a it's a blank page right and you get to well I've found that the more I journal the more I realize it's a a space for me to uh, dictate who I am becoming and what it is we're going to be doing and it's a uh, it's almost a manifestation practice for me now which is interesting yeah definitely didn't start like that but Mm. it has evolved the the way I do it it's a bit like manifestation, which I've talked about before in the podcast is I like to do, I am the sort of person of statements, especially mm-hmm. if I'm doubting, like if I'm feeling down about my writing or my creative practice or, or anything like that, I, I go, I'm the sort of person who writes every day yeah. and that just encourage, or I'm the sort of person who finishes, you know, books. I'm the f- sort of person who improves every time they write mm-hmm. a book. And that just remind that kind of just seeps into you, right? If you do it enough and then you have no choice, but to fulfill it almost like, I don't know where I heard this said, but, you know, someone was on a podcast somewhere and someone was saying humans hate to have a discontinuity between who they say they are and what they actually do. That's so interesting. And I think that's where that comes to as well. Like we almost then will make sure that we don't, we're not lying, whether that's to ourselves or to others. Oh, I love that. That's so interesting. Mm. I wonder who said that. It's probably Naval again. Listen to like four of his podcasts lately. I really like that. And yeah, you're right. Whether you're lying to yourself. I felt that. I felt that kind of dichotomy at the beginning of my creative journey where I was always saying, you know, you're a piece of shit for wanting to be a creative, you know, you know, you're lazy. But then I was working so hard. There was that kind of like tension between who it was I at, what I was doing and who it was I said I am. Mm. So interesting. So interesting. And do you feel like, um, cause you still, when you first started journaling, it was a very, it was very negative, right? Yeah. And you had to really when the change started happening was when you brought in that positive voice, which you call the mother. Yeah, yeah. And that's what, that's it's what like, those things them. aren't true of me. This is what's true of me. Yeah. I still let myself be very, um, very, I can be very negative on the pages. I'm allowed to bitch, I'm allowed to moan, but I always have this other voice, which as James said, I call it the mothering voice. And she is the gentle, compassionate, she gives me space to bitch, but she 
always lifts me up into a place of what is true you know and how can I serve you and like how can I take how can we take care of ourselves today how can we leave this negativity behind how can we make sure that you feel safe like she's just this compassionate voice that when I found her on the pages she was she's probably why I have been able to transform with journaling so profoundly because I found a softness and a gentleness that was so foreign to me because my internal world was so brutal so cruel so angry and I hated myself and to find such a softness on the on the pages of my journal allowed me um to rewrite the way I spoke to myself Mm. yeah did you want to um go back and read something of yours do you have a a journal entry that you want I mean I don't have a journal entry I I just grabbed the journal on the first Mm -hmm. I grabbed the journal on that was on top of all my journals yeah and I think it's a 2021 okay I'll try and find the same day it's a 28th of July 2020 okay um I I cannot I I am concerned I literally just opened this so I have no idea what it's gonna yeah, say yeah that's what I felt like about yesterday I don't, see I don't even remember what I was generally about yesterday yeah should I read it yeah go for it I've been awake since five and I had a bad day of anxiety yesterday and now I'm just <laughs> this is a, this is gonna be the problem with me I'm just what I'm just so sensitive shared some actual bullshit this morning on Instagram. I'm re- I was reintroducing myself and I feel a shame hangover because I look so stupid because I'm so tired because of the fucking dog. <laughs> oh Frodo. I am grateful in a small way because I am soft and giving in to my exhaustion. I have an interview this morning and I just have to get through that and then I'm giving up. But then comes the issue because I don't know how to give up. My fucking hips don't want to sit down. God damn it. <laughs> I need to look at my hips. They're so fucked. I don't want to sit down. So it's like, this is, I just want to, this is how my journaling goes. Like it's very stream of consciousness, like very in and out. Whenever I read it out loud, I always feel a little bit like embarrassed mm. because you, it's just like, it's literally, it's my internal monologue put down onto the page. Yeah. Um, as you can see. Um, where was I? I want to go and get my some my new lashes done or get some new clothes. I wish I just looked fire every day. Whenever I feel totally shitty, um, putting energy back into my appearance really helps me. I connect back into my soul, to myself as a witness, to my magic. I recognize the Felix Felicis that runs in my veins. I acknowledge my health. I am vibrant. I work so well. I am so strong. See, this is the voice of the mother. She is reminding me of who I am. So able. So much of me functions so well. I am young. My eyes are bright. My mental health is so much better than it was. My cycle is... Meyer? Mine and consistent. I am so healthy. I am fit. I am strong. Yesterday in the sauna felt so good. Just dripping with sweat after a workout. I am receiving the benefits of that today. I eat veggies. Much less meat and food that delights me. I drink water. Feel the power of my lats. And I marvel at my body's ability to get better at things. My immune system is strong as fuck. I am so well. So much good stuff amongst the fire. So much learning and love and magic in the pain. Everything comes back to to love all my pain comes back to my love i'm so grateful for the love i experience i move in and i move on i live my life today fully even in my exhaustion wow that's really beautiful thank you that was a completely random entry that you just got how do you do you feel like you still identify with that person 
Yeah, she's obviously moving through something and I'm trying to think what she could be moving through. I think this is where my anxiety was really starting to kind of come on and pretty strong. And I was really struggling with my body and particularly with sleep. Mm. So all that part at the end that, you know, that, that all those affirmations is me trying to connect back to um, the reality of how much goodness my body has. Um, compared to what I was experiencing and it felt very overwhelming it felt like my body was just betraying me over and over again and my mind was betraying me over and over again Mm -hmm. Um, and so just constantly like reminding myself of what is working what is going well it's still a practice that I do now and and I love to see how that served me throughout the whole pandemic really yeah Um, that was a shitty time that was I reflect that was when um you weren't sleeping that was just I wasn't horrible. sleeping it was, it was horrible. really hard yeah and obviously the dog had fucked at something that night yeah yeah super interesting um and something that I do notice here is at the beginning is that I'm I say that I'm going to give up on my day and this was a pattern that I've been in uh throughout my depressed years where I would give up very very ooh change the battery pack it's not good I'm just going to pause. All right, sorry guys, small technical issue when we're back. What I was trying to say was that um, I talk about in that journal entry at the beginning, and this is something that I've noticed, I've noticed growth here, is that I say that I'm going to give up on my day. And again, as I was saying, this was a a practice that I had nearly daily with my depression. I would try and do work. I couldn't, I would get depressed. I would literally spend the hours from 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. crying, and then I would give up on my day. And um, so giving up and like often in a real emotional, like, upheaval giving up is practice that's happened a lot in my life and it was a way that I coped with um, being not in the place that I wanted to be and that's not something I do as much anymore instead of giving up I um, more intentionally just choose to do something else so instead of having this like oh my god I've just got to get through this and then I can exhale I feel like I'm a little bit more intentional and this is still a really big journey for me because learning how to work for myself is like a really difficult thing that I'm I really do struggle with um learning how to work has been something i've really struggled with but i don't tend to have the crisis point every day anymore and i don't tend to give up anymore and so that's just that's definitely something i've learned over the last two years that's really cool Mm. yeah i've seen that in you it's really nice like you might have you might just need to work through something but then i feel like you can always come you always can come back yeah yeah not always but a lot of the time yeah yeah it's definitely less um i'm definitely less emotionally um drastic Mm. um not that i'm less emotional but i'm less um i have less complete fucking losing at moments yeah well i think you're better able to metacognate right like you're better able to see what's happening and what stories are coming up yeah and stuff i think for a lot of my life and this is something i'm still working through is um my body would be under a huge amount of stress that i wasn't cognitively aware of and then it would peak and then i'd have a fucking meltdown and i it would almost feel like it came out of nowhere like I wasn't aware of how much stress was building up. Mm. But I think through journaling, I've become a lot more aware of, of how um, stress impacts me and when's too much and when do I need to step back and stuff like that. Yeah. Do you want to read an old? Yeah, I was um, sorry. I got a no face ID on these iPods. Can you believe Ugh. it? How do I survive? Um, I was, oh, it's taking me all the way back to the top. No, it hasn't. I've got a really old one. Like this is one of the first journal entries I ever did, I reckon. Okay, bring it. Um. And I think it was, I was doing more microjournaling here. Like every time I would feel a little bit anxious, I would write down exactly what it was and why. Oh, interesting. So this seems like I've done, you know, a few, what do you call, sessions throughout the day. Okay, interesting. The title is, My Head Hurts. I Should Have Taken Some Panadol. I love that. My Head Hurts. I Should Have Taken Some Panadol is the next line as well. Must have just repeated the title. (laughs) 
Um, we're on our way to Cass and Scott's for book club. I'm looking forward to it. We read Conversations with Friends by Shelley Rooney. She's a brilliant writer. I wonder if I'll ever reach that level of skill. Likely no, but I don't think it's as important for me to be a good writer as it is to tell a good story and entertain. Um, the Conversations with Friends was a great character study, but I like plot. It had none. Which is a bit harsh, like... <laughs> I think I was being harsh there. I do. No, I, Sally Rooney does. There's have no plot, plot, but it's a great. Yeah, it's a great. I still really enjoyed the book. Obviously, sorry, past James. You, I don't want to disagree with you too much there. Um, and then obviously I've taken a break. And I said I have a pain in my gut and feel almost hungover after di- hungover after dinner with Henry and Ames last night. Amy had food poisoning. Oh yeah, you remember that was that? bad. It was bad. But it doesn't feel like that. It's more like preservatives in bad wine. I say fool. Needed to take a Panadol again. Or back with the it's, Panadol. It's a lot of body stuff for both of us I on know. that day. Oh, well, can't do anything about it now. I love driving with Amy. We're pretty into the new T-Swift album. It's great. Obviously, we're doing this while we're driving, to ca- literally while we're driving. This is so pure. Um, Amy is down about her business, but I'm so proud of her. Oh. I admit it's stressful, but we knew that going in. Revenue and expenses are stressful. Well, not revenue. Expenses are. Mm. Um, as are people. People are stressful. <laughs> oh, well, most of them are probably troubled or going through shit. I forgive them. Must have Maybe something bad happened with... Well, what could have happened? I don't remember anything. I can't remember. Maybe I was more stressed about like the fickleness of like trying to start a business and get any income. When was this? Beginning of 2020. Or like a third of the way through 2020. Weird. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, what I, I mean, that shit does happen. You know, it pops up and you think, you know, it consumes your whole entire world and you don't realize that, you know, you will forget about it in two years' yeah, time. Obviously, we were stressed. Obviously, you. I had really noticed you... I stressed out. Being stressed about it. Could have been like something to do with business coaching or... Hmm. Don't want to dob anyone in here. Yeah, I don't know. No idea. Um, then I'm back. Well, back from Cass's. It was great. Love talking to my excellent friends. I feel a bit guilty for not writing enough at the moment. I wonder if all writers feel this. I really believe that I need a high output, but is that true? I don't know. It would maybe help to become a better writer... I think I'm saying it maybe it would help if I wrote more to, right. be, to get better, yeah, yeah. which I suppose equals more opportunities. I wonder if it'd be if I'd be a good professional writer. Maybe as soon as I found success, I would cut and run because it's a part of me that thinks I'm too lazy or maybe that I don't deserve to succeed, maybe because of my privilege. Mm-hmm. I feel a strong desire to reject expectations. Would I do the same t- thing to my books? Um, the key would be to imagine I don't have a deadline or people wanting things from me. Stay, in, uh, stay intrinsic. Will I sleep? I always wonder, especially when I'm genuinely tired. Hmm. I need to remember to let sleep sit, set its agenda. All I can do is put myself there, ready for it. It has to decide to come. Good night. Oh my God, that's so beautiful. I love that you journaled throughout that day. Yeah. So interesting. Right. But I definitely don't do that anymore. No. The, the closest is that when we were doing the micro-journaling um, to stay off social media. Oh yeah, yeah. I would say. But that was more like saying why we weren't going on. Yeah, And, and about our headspace at the time. Yeah. Whereas that was obviously, I think maybe when I was first starting, I was trying to really kickstart it and get more into the flow. Yeah, I love that. Um, how do you feel looking back on that version of James? Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I still have some of those same thoughts. I, I guess I'm, I'm not as concerned about my output writing anymore. Yeah, you trust that process. Yeah. I'm still a little bit concerned about that idea of, oh, if I ever got a book contract, the expectation of the publisher would ruin it. Like it would make me... Like, I don't do well when someone's telling me I have a deadline. Yeah, interesting. I do better when I set my own deadline. And I wonder if that would just, like, I would just wouldn't write. Yeah. But then I think the whole point of this apprenticeship phase for me is to get used to just the habit of writing. So yeah. that no matter what happened, I would still be writing at exactly the same pace. Yeah. And I often think about this when 
that's something else that's stressing me out is that writers often complain about how short that how tight their turnarounds are i'm like i just feel like i don't know well how did you feel when it came to your doctor i mean not doctor your master's that you that was an under pressure piece of work yeah and i as a result i think (laughs) i was a bit faffy about it you were faffy but you I got, got it done. done. Early. You did wonderful. And yeah. like, you know, you had some amazing praise. Yeah. I think it would be okay. I think it's just, I'm, I'm glad I'm doing this foundation now. Like, not yeah, like, yeah. I'm glad I've put in the systems. And, I, the and there's such strong systems. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Beautiful. Um, I love just watching the way, I mean, this is what journaling is for, this is what journaling is. It's, I love watching you talk to yourself, question it. Like, it's just such a great space to, instead of just like, having that like constant non-stop narrative in your voice in your head where you can't really interject it's just full going on like you can sit and you can question it and you questioned yourself a lot in that Mm. journal like what is that is that true what is this what i want like i often and i'm writing an article about it at the moment like what is the true gift of journaling and i was really tossing out between whether i wanted to write about the mothering practice or if i wanted to write about asking the right question because I think journaling at its heart is about asking yourself questions and like asking yourself the right questions. And I think that that's one of the biggest gifts it's given me is is ask, it's given me the gift of question asking. Um, And I can ask myself really pertinent questions. And I see that in your journaling Mm. there too. Yeah. I'm just laughing at the camera feed because it looks like you're like three inches taller than me. Well, I am. I was like, finally, Amy gets her wish of being taller than me. You know what? I don't know. Maybe I've told this story before, but when we first started dating, Amy thought we were the same height. We were. I'm like four inches taller than you. I just don't... Obviously, I mean, it's great. You have a lot of confidence. I just feel like I was looking at you eye to eye. I mean, yeah. So that means we're the same height. Because our, my eyes are pointing down and your eyes are pointing up. Eye to eye. Eye to eye. That's what it is. That's really what Frodo used to think. He's like, yeah, I'm looking them in the eye. I'm as big 100%. as them. Yeah, he thought he was bigger than us. Yeah. <laughs> interesting it's so interesting reflecting back um not everyone likes to go over their old journals and which is really valid and if it's not something that you think will serve you definitely have a strong boundary there i didn't for like maybe two years i now feel comfortable doing it um <clears throat> yeah i think it, it can be if you're in the right space a beautiful practice to just kind of look back and see the ways in which you've grown and also the ways in which you have got yourself to the place you are today like i look back at that version of myself in my journal there and i think the way that i spoke to myself especially at that ending you know excuse me guys you know covid just left me with so much fucking phlegm i know it's great i felt the same way until maybe two days ago excuse me or even when i was trying to read to you last night and i just couldn't because i don't know i don't have any phlegm right now but i I bet as soon as i started to do something like read to you i would have phlegm everywhere <laughs> um reading that journal the last part of it like that voice that mothering voice that nurturing voice that voice that just says you are so strong you're so powerful you're so capable she's the voice that got me where i am right now and i'm indebted to that past version of myself i am mm-hmm. indebted to the person that wrote those page those words on those pages mm-hmm. so it's nice to go back and visit her and thank her for getting me to where i am i just want to brif- briefly mention how short my journaling entries can be yeah and i know you don't really that. do this aims but um for me, sometimes, like, I'm looking at this one from the 30th of September last last year, and it just says, I've enjoyed my days lately, well-balanced, good mood. I've actually been able to reflect back on my writing journey and feel proud. Um, I'm, in- I'm grateful for Amy for encouraging me to write. And that's it. Uh-huh. And it's just like, that would have taken me one minute less, yeah. 30 seconds. And just- I love that. There's just so, yeah, I just love it. There's so many different 
things that we can get out of this journaling practice and and too many of us putting too many rules on ourselves of what it has to be mm. and it's so it's so not needed you know make it work for you there are no rules yeah mm. so don't be too mean to yourself without <laughs> without recovery the one big thing that i always get is i feel like shit after i journal that's mm. one of the biggest complaints that i get um and obviously my courses and also in, in my free offering of the compendium um we look at how we can make sure that you're not leaving the pages feeling worse than when you started there is nothing wrong with bitching and there's nothing wrong with sitting in your grief and sitting in your sadness but we do need ways to make sure that we feel loved and held and uh soft not hard when we leave the play when we leave the pages yeah and I teach that a lot but this mothering finding this mothering voice is, it's been a really big part of it for me how do you make sure that you don't feel like shit the yeah. gratitude yeah I always end on gratitude yeah. every single time um, and it, it can annoy me sometimes but it is always worth doing yeah you need um, you need a way to, to catch yourself at the end mm. and to me it's more than the ending like it needs for me it needs to it needs to kind of take up more space it's, yeah it's really it's baked in though like the, the reason I'm yeah, journaling yeah. is to deal with any anxiety and stress I have in my day so yeah. if it's there you know the big the big danger for me is I don't bitch and I'm like oh no I don't want to touch that and I can see it there on the edge I'm like oh I'm anxious about that thing oh, no don't don't worry don't worry don't, yeah, don't, don't journal about, about it. it don't journal about it because so then I have to actually confront it but then as soon as I actually do I always think of it I always end up talking myself into a better headspace oh my god having things out in the light is just like such a fucking relief and mm. and not wanting to address things on the pages as soon as you feel that resistance it's time you know just put it down um, and then even if you just write it down and be like, I don't want to talk about it anymore, but this is something that we need to look at in the future. You know, mm. just letting it be aired out. There's nothing worth, like shame thrives in the dark and anxiety thrives in the dark. Like we're, we need to be able to express ourselves. Again, like that's something that journaling gives us. Mm. Have you ever tried voice note journaling? I don't think so. Yeah, I've heard a few people who do that. It's interesting. Have you? Um, yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Like I've done it on walks. Mm. Well, sometimes I'll. I've that. It's often what I do for book ideas. Yeah. Mm. Audio, audio notes is a very valid way. You want me to stop clicking? Yeah, because I can hear it on the mic. Sorry, sorry, sorry. That's uh, a iP- AirPod packet being opened and closed for anyone. Guess that sound. What's that thing? What's that competition called? Guess that sound. Yeah, it's got a catchy name. I feel, but I ruined it already. Okay, my darlings. How long? How long was that? Are we good? I don't know. We can keep going if you want, but um. I could talk about journaling for literally hours and hours. I, and hours I wanted to do some um, public service announcements slash. Oh yeah. Um, we uh, well, by the time we get this, you'll be able to if you're a European. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you're anyone in the world, you can always travel to see us. Um, you'll be able to book an appointment with us or with Amy. James can come too. If you I can want. come if you if you want me to be there. I can totally be there. Um, a coaching session in London. Berlin, Stockholm, or Copenhagen, and yeah. that's it. Is that f- that's it? That's yeah. The four ci- those four cities. Yeah, um, we'll be right. in each of them for a week, and we'll have five days of coaching available. Um, we're only doing one session per day. And that yeah. can be from ninety minutes to three hours. To you can book an, even book a if you like. If you want us the whole day, you can book us for the whole day. So we you can, can just, you just hang out and, and do whatever create, you want. It's journal, your day. Plan. Yeah, look at your business. Look at how we next year is going to be spent for you. We can grab dinner. We can just literally have a day filled with creating. Mm. Um, and we can do similarly if you book a ninety-minute or a three-hour session. And also, just delight in your yeah. creative world. Sorry for trying to interrupt you there. I, thought, I was sure you were finished. That's okay, James. Um, 
if you if it's all a bit expensive for you, you can book with a friend. Yeah. Just book the single. Um, and you can pay a 50% deposit. You don't have to book the whole thing now. Just book as a single and then just email us afterwards and say, by the way, my friend is coming. Yeah. Or my two friends are coming. And that's yeah. totally fine. Yeah, it's totally fine. Um, and, you know, we can either come to you or we can, you can come and meet us at the hotel. We can go for a walk. We can go to a cafe. It's totally up to you, whatever you like. Yeah. It's basically a little date, a creative date um, where I get to witness you as a creative and, and hear about what you're doing and support you in what you're doing. Mm. I'm really excited. I'm also excited to be in your countries. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Yeah. And if there's, like, if anyone has an idea of how we could do a live recording for the Unpublished podcast in one of these oh, yeah. places, just let, let us know. That could be really awesome too. That could be really awesome. Um, we're probably going to be bringing one of our mics with us. Yeah. I would say. So we'll try and keep the podcast up. Um, and yeah. And the only other thing was I'm just going to plug my newsletter again. Really enjoying writing it. Nice. Kind of like last week's wasn't particularly relevant to no, the podcast it. we just did. But I still am really enjoying it. I'm enjoying talking to you guys. Um, and I'm enjoying hearing from you. Beautiful. So. I feel like sharing one more, but maybe I'll just wait. Sure. Why don't you? Yeah. Yeah. I just, I, shared, here? <laughs> I shared on my stories that I, we're sharing from our journal. And so many people were like, oh, yes, I feel so, I always want to read people's journals. Okay, cool. Go for it. But I don't know. I'm just like, I haven't read any of these. What so. about today's? Oh, I don't know where my other journal is. Okay, cool. Um, what's um, oh, what's got, What about my birthday? Yeah, your birthday? I yeah. just saw your birthday. Did okay, you? Okay, we'll finish. Probably going to be grumpy. I'm always a grumpy on my birthday. On your birthday, you're you're like literally the worst version of yourself every birthday. Incidentally, it's possible to book a session with Amy on my birthday, (laughs) so maybe you should do that, and I'll I'll leave if we go somewhere else. Yeah, you don't want him around. Okay, twelfth of August, twenty twenty. There's a love heart and a birthday, a little balloon. That's so cute. Before you're a douche about it, it's the morning, so you haven't been. No, but you haven't been a douche yet. You don't want to read thirteenth of August. Yeah. I'm probably really mean to you. I do I saw it does the say topic, Jimmy. I had a good night with Jimmy. Well, what we did. Was it COVID? Maybe it was middle of COVID. I don't know. Today I focus on nose breathing. This was during our nose breathing yes. phase. Um, we're still, we're still nose in. Breathing. We're still very conscious of the nose breathing. My choice of thoughts, my energy, my choice of uh, my choice of worries. No idea what that means. Mm-hmm. I choose to trust, even though right now I feel untrusting. I'm being served a lot of lessons at the moment and I am listening. My cares and priorities about Instagram and sales, I understand. I see you. It's not bad, but I can also see it's not an expression of my highest self. I wish to reprioritize. I feel frustrated because I want to feel momentum, but it feels like I must be breaking my neck to make it. My next level up will not come in this way. I feel strongly that my ascension is done radically, slow as fuck, resting. How will this be done? The change is already happening now. Over the last few days, I've been wondering if this anxiety is actually burnout. Well, it's anxiety, but if it's from exhaustion again. I'm not sleeping well. I'm so exhausted. I'm stressed, I think. It comes down to the fact that I actually really don't know when I'm working hard. When does my energy leave me? I don't know. My success comes with ease. My success comes with ease. And by success, I mean creative connection, opportunity to make, delight, money, magic. My success comes with gratitude for the now. I know that I have always known that. I wish I know how to get it. I wish I knew how to get energy in. I'm never really... Nope, no idea what that word is. <laughs> I'm never really sure what it is Mm. i guess feeling safe and taking care of gives me energy having my choices taken away from me having my choice 
having my choices taken away from me gives me energy, which is weird. But I think consistently making choices is something that really exhausts me. So when I'm, I'm on holidays with my mama, having the schedule taken care of really relaxes me. I can just move with the current. I hate always, in brackets, I don't hate. It's just energy out to always make choices, to always be pushing, to always be making my choices. It makes me tired. Maybe if your mothering self made the choices for you, like before the day begins and you must obey her, be, must obey her, something, something, something. A part, oh, I think there's a part of me that misses authority, which is insane as fuck. <laughs> but I'm tired and I'm a cunt. I'm a cunt who can't give myself permission to rest. <laughs> that's a hard one for me because i'm still really moving through that i want to see what the aftermath of my birthday was but that, that was yeah super interesting it's interesting you know because even in the compendium you ask people to to figure out what energy, gives them energy, energy, energy yeah. out and you know you wrote the compendium and you still don't know 100 percent. yeah well you have I me mean, i feel like you have a good idea but it's hard to give it to yourself right yeah it's one thing to know and one thing to give it to yourself I think actually I, I struggle more with energy out than energy in. Like I do know what gives mm. me energy, but I think sometimes I'm hemorrhaging energy unconsciously. So I'm like, I'll like, you know, suddenly have no energy and I'll be like, what? Mm. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. And it seems to, it can kind of creep up on you sometimes. It's like, well, why yeah. could I work four days in a row really hard then? And now, now today, and I was fine. And now this time I do like two hours of work and I'm fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Very odd. Mm. Anyway, that's all of those words. Like, I just love reading back on my journals. Like, that is really still relevant to me today. Even though it's two years on, I don't want to judge that. Like, um, I'm right. And sometimes it takes a long time to really integrate these new stories. My ascension doesn't come from pushing. My ascension comes to me with ease. And that is something that I'm still working on every day now with realizing that I don't need to push and force to mm. make creative abundance. I can exhale and it comes to me and you know i know it can be frustrating when we look back on our journals and where we're writing about the same things several years ago that we're writing about today but i want to remind you that it does take time and that they do integrate over time and it's not a sign that you're stuck it's not a sign that things aren't moving it's just this is how we process things take time rewriting these narratives takes time yeah and i think um that that idea of you needing to level up to be successful is something that you're still struggling with now a little bit like the idea that you have to there's going to be some kind of moment where suddenly yeah you get, like a moment where you're sudden it's like a like an award is given yeah. to you and you're like you have leveled up yeah it's not like that no yeah and understanding that the ascension is always <laughs> also on my birthday you weren't like make sure that you no it's all about me are really nice Bitch. to james today well, i did draw you a balloon that's true Honestly, like I'm looking, I'm I'm skimming the day after. Maybe I, don't, I wasn't a dick that day. I don't think you were a dick that day. I was really bad last year. Oh, is my name so at the bad. bottom there? Yeah, but I, it's nice. Okay. I'm being nice. I, oh what? no, hold on. Oh no, <laughs> what is it? Uh, uh, Jimmy feels a lot better this morning, so I'm thankful for that. Yeah, it's classic. I just have a meltdown on my birthday. It's nothing to do oh, with. Oh no, here we go. <laughs> Okay. Yesterday was up and down. <laughs> Shit. Jimmy had a real spell of his old stories and it was extra sad because it was his birthday and it absorbed a lot of that and I absorbed a lot of that energy and I felt really quite hopeless and dark. But I feel... But Jimmy feels a lot better this morning. So I'm thankful for that. Yeah. I think what happens on my birthday is that like there's all this expectation to have fun, 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 fun and then I, I'm like, ah, and it just freaks me out. 
expectation is a really interesting mm. there's a lot of good questions around expectation and how we deal with it i'm bad with expectation too um i've been speaking about that a lot with the high expectations recently and like managing my expectations uh, and creatives do that a lot oh if, my god we could just sit and chat here with you could, forever yeah. if i could skip my birthday but get the presents i would well we can do that if you want well, we can everyone knows my birthday is and I have to explain to everyone you hate your birthday I think maybe there's some work to be done there James maybe you should journal on it yeah I guess just like keeping it low key keeping it low key or something mm. I don't know mm. I don't know I don't know people alright my babies it's been uh, great to chat it's been great to chat it's felt very relaxing I really love doing it on the couch mm, so much better mm. I started this with that rock in my stomach yeah. like I felt really ill and I just lo- just relaxing on the couch I feel way better so glad Okay, babies, we'll finally say goodbye. Okay. Um, we'd love to see you in Europe. Would love to. Um, if you have any questions, send it through. Oh, also, we're going to do a Q&A soon. If you have any Q&A questions, always feel free to pop them through to Jamesy. Yeah, support at amymitney.com. Or the Unpublished Podcast Instagram. Yes. Cool. Okay, like, let's hang up. Okay, bye. Bye.